Hello, 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 it's your favorite girl, Roses again, and today we're going to be talking about getting over past relationships, getting over these people you love so much, but they're like so toxic for you, and you got to move on from them, you got to find yourself, you got to find better, because love just isn't enough when it comes to relationships. Love is just like the first step and then you have to find yourself. If being with someone doesn't give you the happiness you deserve, then trust me, you have got to step out, step away, find happiness and be your own person. You just gotta find yourself, you just gotta find that peace in you that you deserve. So today I have like, okay so... I went through a whole lot of, like, you know, a whole lot of the story of relationships that I felt like a lot of relationships got like, really, really buttoned. So, yeah. Sorry, I have to turn this down a little because this was my mistake when, mistake when I went through my, my, well, what would I call it when we broke up? So, this did really help me out of my pain and everything. But, I actually haven't really found it in me to talk about this, but I'm glad that I'm going to have to share this with you guys so that if anyone out there, any one of you is going through a social relationship, be it if, if it's hitting you or if it's been emotionally evasive, if it's been um, financially evasive, then I feel like this is going to really help you and you just got to really focus on yourself. So, I have a lot of friends and then I'm just going to pick out three and I'm sure you guys are going to love them. I've dropped these three they're from my soon to be released poetry book so um, i'll be dropping snippets from them on my instagram page and on my mm, my instagram page which is at mental tongues which is m-e-n-t-a-l underscore t-h-o-r-n-s so again one small good evening hello how you doing and Welcome back to my channel. I hope you really do enjoy staying here with me because I really do enjoy talking to all of you. Thank you once more for joining me and let's hit the road. Okay. So, the first one, I named it, I found you lost because I woke up one day and then I felt like, okay, you know what, I'm the total package, this nigga really did do something good and then if he doesn't know that, then he's losing something good again. So, here goes. <clears throat> In every story, a hero, a villain. In this story of ours, you, my destruction, I, your pedestal. In this love story we created, you, my desired pain, are your biggest fan. I brought you joy, you brought me pain. I'm no saint to the inflicted pain on my being. I give you a knife and point it to my heart. I give you instructions, I give you my heart on a platter. I forgive you. Why? I found grandeur and you lost. You lost what? Yes, you lost gold, silver and everything else good. So yeah, girls, what this means is, baby girl, you are gold, baby girl, you are silver, you are everything else good. Sorry if I'm really reflecting this on the girls, because I know a, a lot of guys still go through toxic relationships where you guys don't know who to talk to, because people are going to be like, man up. But trust me, a lot of ladies out there are really toxic, and seriously, you should just find out, find your own peace, and then just don't let them get to you. 
So this is for everyone out there who's been through any transformation and who is going through any. This is for you to find peace. This is for you to understand that you're not alone. A lot of us out here have been going through it too, and this is the best way to get over that nigga. First of all, I need you to cry. I need you to find that pain, and I need you to cry. Okay, um, friends, just <laughs> leave it out there. I'm really sugar bummed because I took a lot of sugar today. So we're going to have to listen <laughs> to my nonsense while I'm this sugar bummed. I'm really sorry. I really apologize, but I really needed to record this because it was on my mind. And then I felt like y'all should really get to know this. A lovely friend of mine is going through here. And baby girl, we're all here for you. If you ever need someone to talk to, you know where I am. If any one of you ever need someone to talk to, it's... Mental tons that's M E N T A L underscore T H O R N S on Instagram. You can hit me up whatever time, whatever day. Second poem is Cotton's Closing. I wrote this another night when I laid awake and I, I thought, oh, because we should do this really cute, lovely as long calls where we could spend the whole night from around 9 p.m. West African time till morning that's around 6 a.m. and I got so used to it that I got so hard to sleep without him being on the other side of the phone when we broke up so yeah I did find he's in something I love the most I love writing I love writing sorry so I just used to pen down my feelings at that point in time and then just let it all out so let me get to it. I closed the book on this chapter. I've stolen kisses under the moonlight. Of those nights I slipped away. I closed the door on this chapter. Those nights I lay away crying. You're my music now, you're my biggest distraction. I closed the curtains on you. The things I love. The flaws are accepted. You'll never find another like me, but that's your lost and my problem. Yeah, actually, you're really sure because. I don't think you can really write when your eyes are wet, filled up with tears, and you don't understand if you don't write. But yeah, again. Ah, and you've been nice to me, take it easy. Oh yeah, Mana. Okay, so once more, the last one. I guess I'll just read three for you guys. So this is the last one, and this one was. Me, after we broke up, a long of the relationship that I ended up being in were really tough because I was emotionally unavailable. Killing myself meant to me just train my feelings under the bus and that was a very bad thing to do because I didn't deserve that. I deserved happiness, I deserved love and I deserved to understand myself better and just put myself out there and just be happy. But like I didn't get to understand that part so this is me walking you guys through because I can't let you guys make the same mistakes I did, so let's get to it again. So tell me which one is your favorite. Cotton's closing, you lost, and um, I found you lost, or unavailable. So unavailable is here. I wasn't the girl you wanted. I told you that the day you walked up to me. I can't be the girl you run up to on your bad days. You said just looking at me was all you needed. I wasn't trained to be a lover. No one is, you said. I'll be unavailable, I said, for what you asked. Emotionally unavailable. On the days you need to cry, I won't be there. Trust me. On the days you lose your balance, I won't open my arms for you. Trust me. On the days you come back with a grin, I won't open my eyes to you. Blinded. Be it sunshine or rainbow, I won't be there. Feed my money, cause even on the day you quit, I'll be unavailable to tell you. I told you so. 
So yeah, now those are the three of them. I hope you loved each one of them and tell me which one is your favorite thing. I'm waiting for your comments, your noise, I'm waiting for everything. Just point out him. I'm sure you can listen to me on Overcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts and I'm really glad you all are here. Oh also on Castbox and on um Pocket Cast. Thank you all for tuning in, thank you all for listening. I love you all and you ask what I was saying. If you have a friend that is going through things and you you don't say how this is not a good friend, yes I said that. Okay, back to what the topic of ground was getting over a toxic relationship or getting out of a toxic relationship. Really, people would ask, how do you know if this is a toxic relationship? Honestly, it's not rocket times. I, I would start with that. It's not rocket times. And most times, the people we think love, we love are the people that tend to hurt us the most. Because when, I mean, obviously, no, when you don't love somebody, what they do doesn't hurt you, so... You shouldn't let yourself get to that point where you need you need balance other than those you love because on the worst of days the best person for you would be that person like who you can share your pain with and who understands you so yeah sorry i'm going to you're going to have to because i have i have this um chat on how to know if you're in a toxic relationship and um i'm going to leave it on my um on my instagram page and i would love for you to get down with it sorry this is really really hard because i have a lot of files on my system and then just figuring out which one you guys need at this point is almost impossible so while I look for it, let's talk about getting out of a relationship or better still, noting if your relationship is toxic. For a lot of people, it's not really when he hits you, it's just things he does, just little things he does that he thinks he's being right, but you know he's not. Does he go through your phone? Does he, is he always wanting to know who you're talking to? Does he want to know who your friends are? When you guys start dating, did he ask you to... Or not necessarily actually sometimes you don't have to ask you just the way they make it seem like okay these people are not really good for you and then you just cut all your friends your family does it make you feel that way about your friends and family if it does that's a tragic relationship if he has no reasonable reason for it currently does he try to like when you guys have an issue when you guys have a, um an argument or something do you end up even when you know you're not a fault do you end up being the one to apologize do you end up being the one kind of guilt if you are, if you do, trust me, that is a toxic as hell relationship. Get out of it. My ex used to me, like every fight we had ended up with me crying. I felt really bad after every fight. Like for months when I was dating him, I just spent my nights crying and hurting, and like it wasn't really good. Sorry, once more I'm deviating. This is a two part podcast, so when you listen to A, you have to listen to B, and I'll just both of them at the same time because. I feel like this is a topic we should really stress on. As I was saying. So, after every fire, I just had to... I carried myself to sleep. Most times, I would text him, call him, he wouldn't peek him when I knew I was in wrong. 
for little things like me going out with my friends to pick an offense and then i'll have to spend my whole day begging him i would cry i would tell him okay trust me i won't go out to this person again i won't do this for- again was i ever wrong i mean it was my life so i don't think there was anything wrong with me being happy but at that point in time i didn't but I didn't figure out he was being he was being told because I felt like it was love. He was just trying to protect me. I felt really stupid because uh, let me say this, he was taking me for idiots. Yeah. But trust me, when a guy wants to always control you, he's strong. When he wants to check through your social media, he wants to know who texted. When he's so invested in me, what you're doing, and not how you're doing, it's toxic. You should get out of the relationship. Then. You don't actually have to wait till he hits you to know this man is going to hit you. It's the little things like when he's pissed off at you, does he raise his hand, does he raise his voice and all that. Things like that are really bad. When you notice these little things, you should really curtail them. You should tell him you don't appreciate them. Or if you know he's uh, somebody that if he hits you, you're going to pass out. Why are you in this relationship, sister? Look at it very well. Are you ready to go through all that pain, all that stress? Being toxic isn't really him hitting you. Being toxic can be him telling you, okay, you can't buy this. You have a joint account. You can't buy this because this is our money. Something you know you would love. And he knows you would love it, but then he's trying to keep you down because he doesn't want you to feel like in any point, like, happy. He's trying to, like, stumble on you. So... That, that kind of thing would really kill you, trust me. So, things like this, it doesn't really have to be him hitting you, it doesn't have to be. There was this, this video going around this, I got class today. Trust me, you should all go on Instagram and watch that video by Miss DSF, that is MS underscore DSF. That video really did get to me, and I, yeah, it's, it's a few years back, I did read the poem, and then I thought it, but then seeing how I put it in action really got to me. You don't have to keep. When he hits you the first time, baby girl, trust me, he's going to keep hitting you again and again and again and again. You should get the fuck out of that relationship. Don't wait for him to kill you. I mean, a lot. Thirty-eight percent of women recently die from domestic violence. Why are we letting it get that much? Why are we letting it get that high? Why are we get letting it get to that point? So as I was saying again, look at those signs. Look at those things that you're trying to ignore. Don't ignore those signs, baby. Get yourself out of that relationship. Get your mind out of that relationship. He is not worth it. No man is worth you crying yourself to sleep. So, again, as I was saying, um, another thing that tends to stumble on us. Sorry, I can't really find the chat. So I would go through my system after the podcast, and I would drop the chat. I really do hope you all go through it a lot and then you understand where I'm coming from. Because it, it did help me. At that point, I didn't know I was in a toxic relationship that I could go through it. And then I figured out, okay, now you have to find yourself out of this. He made me feel like having male friends was a sin. But then he, he kept all his female friends very close. He go, he went out and then he had no issues with it. Like even times where, okay, he would tell me you can't wear this, you can't wear that. I was I, I didn't find anything wrong in him trying to dictate what I could wear and what I couldn't wear. But those are very wrong. Don't let nobody tell you what you can or what you can't do. You're a grown up person. If you're in a relationship, obviously you have a level of self confidence, you have a level of self worth, you know where you are, you know what you want. So 
you should focus more on yourself but this one i'm just going to tell you pick out of your science it's just things that you very much want to ignore that are the things you shouldn't ignore don't let get to the point where everyone else just gives up on you most times when we're in a relationship we don't see the things our friend sees because as they will say love is blind and trust me as much as we want to ignore that fact love is really blind so when you get to that point where you know okay you can make decisions based on what like based on your own thought alone when your friends are telling you aren't you seeing what he's doing to you can't you see that okay you don't longer you no longer go out you no longer have fun you no longer do the things you love doing you just you, you get to that point when you're very dependent on this person when you get to that point run like it does it doesn't matter how long how many years you've invested the best of relationship time doesn't matter when it comes to relationship when it comes to happiness find that point where you're very happy very confident very into yourself find a person that lets you be you alone and be you with him or her sorry i've really been saying a lot of him here so sorry yeah so i would have to sign out now because i have something really important to do i'm very sorry but i would be very because this is going to give me time to go through my system and find the chat so that we can work through it together and then i'm going to tell you ways on how you could end your relationship and uh, like after ending relationship how you can survive how you can cope with yourself i mean every recording is 25 to 30 minutes i'm very sorry so next one will be 30 minutes long i hope you guys are ready to listen i love you all and um stay with me i'll be back in a minute Thank you and I love you all. It's your favorite girl Roses again here with you every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Listen on. I love you. Hello everyone. It's Roses again. Thank you for tuning in again. I told you guys this was going to be a two-part podcast. So you're listening to part two of Toxic Relationships, Moving On and Finding Peace Within Yourself. So today we're going to be talking about healthy and unhealthy relationships. Um, I came across this article on studies in 2015 on unhealthy relationships and it was presented by Amira Adios Benfaki and I stuck to it. It, it did really help me a lot because I went through unhealthy relationships and then I could really relate to a lot of things she said, a lot of signs she pointed out. So this is me walking you guys through it thank you for tuning in again and do not forget to share comment and send in how you feel about this please repost and thank you guys so first of all we're going to talk about a healthy relationship and then an unhealthy relationship but we're talking about healthy relationships now for a healthy relationship there has to be mutual respect there has to be trust honesty understanding pity i don't mean pity in the sense that they tell you i pity you or but like they, you guys get to this emotional stage where you feel each other's pain then you guys are like your your support systems to each other and then the fairness and equality he doesn't treat you like any less of him and you don't treat him like he's any less of you and then separate identities where i said this last time where you can exist on your own without him and then exist with him but still be on your own and then good communication but one thing i want you guys to understand about communication is communication without comprehension is nothing if 
you guys keep having arguments you keep talking you keep saying okay let's work this out let's talk about it and then the other party one party isn't comprehending what's going on then definitely that, that relationship is very faulty so that is an unhealthy relationship so now let's talk about abusive and unhealthy relationships a lot of people go through abusive and unhealthy relationships and then they don't really find it like picture that they are in a in an unhealthy relationship because they are blinded by love I won't blame anyone because love is really blind and then it tends to mess up with your, your sense of reasoning, your logical sense of reasoning. But here are signs that <coughs> you are in an unhealthy relationship. First of all, you don't trust this person you with. You can't tell them what you feel. Like, for instance, now you go out but you can't tell them, I went out to sleep okay, because they won't understand. You, you just can't trust them with your issues, you can't trust them with your pins, you can't trust them with your phone, you just can't trust yourself around them. You around them, you're uncomfortable, you're reserved, you're keeping things inside. Well, that's a very unhealthy relationship. Because relationship is mutual coexistence. When you guys are able to live together, understand each other, and then share each other's pain, happiness, and everything. Then, communication without comprehension. You guys, communication is really important. Let's leave that aside. Because when you guys are not talking, there's a lot of built up misunderstandings, there's a lot of built up bad energy and everything. But when you're communicating and at the same time not comprehending, that still doesn't make sense. Because it means you don't know where that person is coming from. And playing the blame game. In a relationship, nobody has the fault. You're all at fault to an extent. It's either you didn't get him what he wanted you to get him, or she didn't get you what you wanted to get her. But all you guys have to do is communicating and comprehending what the other person trying to say your partner tells you i don't like this you know that they don't like this don't do that comprehend that okay this makes them feel this way so you shouldn't do it but then again you just shouldn't sugar everything your partner does i mean first thing they make they make a joke about something you don't like and then you're like um, i don't like that fine you don't like it but how is it on the like how is it as a joke does it like their jokes are really offensive you can go back to my old podcast on words how to talk to people and then you know the jokes are really offensive but when you try to lighten up the mood like you don't just put your efforts down because at the end of the day they just shut down and then there's no jokes there's no communication everything just pushes to the side disrespectfulness do not disrespect your partner do not let your partner feel disrespected do not let your partner disrespect you i mean for instance, now you guys are out and then his friends or his girlfriend come around and then they are like all touchy around him. Does he push them away or does he just let them control his space? I mean, it's disrespectful when you're with your man and then his friends just come and make you feel like you're the third party there. But it does mean a lot when your man stands up for you and he's like, Mm-mm, this is my time with my girl, this is my time with my woman. You should come here and disrespect her. Move away. I'm talking to her. I'll talk to, I'll talk to you later. I'm not saying you should push your friends away because of your man, but do not let them disrespect you. Do not allow, allow the people around you disrespect your woman. Do not allow the people around you disrespect your man. And then in a marriage, the one thing is, if his family members are disrespecting you, it means he has let them disrespect you. For instance, the first time they come over to your place, they're like, oh, this place is dirty. And then he says, she was busy. She didn't have that time. They know not to say anything rude to you. But if you just keep quiet and let them say whatever the hell they want to say, then that is really disrespectful. It's it's a relationship. Forces you to do things you do not want to do. 
if they are forcing you to go to places you're not comfortable at, they know you're not comfortable and they're still forcing you to do that. If they're forcing you to do the like the I did mention that um, I got flowers today, that video that I did ask you guys to really go and watch. You should watch it. I mean at your convenience. He wants to have sex, but you're not in the mood. You tell him, babe, can we do this some other time? I'm not in the mood for this. And then he gets offended. He gets he gets really pissed off. And then he makes you feel bad. Or he hits you. That's a very toxic relationship. And I don't think you need anyone to tell you that. Because a man that loves you wouldn't hit you. A woman that loves you wouldn't hit you. Wouldn't make you feel less of a man. Wouldn't make you feel less of a woman. Are they trying to control your life? I did mention this before, but I'm just going to say it again. Are they trying to control what you do, where you go, what you eat, who you see, what you do with your time, what you do around them? Are they trying to impose on every other thing you have around you? Then physical violence. I don't think there's any need to explain physical violence because obviously, if somebody is hitting you, that is a toxic relationship. Do you need me to tell you that? Because if you do need me to tell you that, then um, we need to talk. A toxic relationship is one where your partner is hitting you, they're slapping you, they're kicking you, they're punching you. I know it's really hard to get away from relationships like that, and then it comes with that. They don't really hit you at the beginning of a relationship. They let you get to a point where you're really comfortable and in love, and you just don't want Because women are kind of dependent. I'm not saying kind of, we're, kind of, we're dependent on people we love. But when he makes, when he, you get to a point where you're really dependent, and then he starts hitting you, you've got to understand that. We or without him, you're going to find happiness. And the best thing would be to find happiness when you're alive. Don't wait till you're dead for happiness to come. Which means you should get out of that relationship as fast as you can. Neglect. Do they neglect your feelings for their own feelings? Like you're telling them, my ha- I, I hurt my hands today. And then they're like, oh, oh, okay, I hit my head today. Or I have a headache or something. Are they neglecting how you feel? They're telling them, um, I don't like the fact that you checked my phone. And then they're like, what's there? Are we not in a relationship? That is really wrong. You should have your privacy, even if you're in a relationship. You guys are allowed to have secrets. You're allowed to have separate lives. And when you're trying to just neglect the fact that you you feel bad about something, that's a toxic relationship, and you should get out of it. But I'm not saying you should get over sensitive and get all your unnecessary walls up. I'm just saying when you know things are wrong and they're doing the things you don't like, even though you've spoken to them, you should get out of that relationship. Not that you keep quiet and then you you let them ruin your life, and then at the end of the day, you're like, he was toxic. Nigga, you didn't talk about him being toxic. You didn't tell him what he was doing was wrong. So why are you blaming him? Tell him. Um, for instance, you go out and then his friends come on. He doesn't say anything. When you get back home, babe, I didn't like what happened. I mean, I was with you. Your friends couldn't just come and take away our time together. If he doesn't apologize, that's wrong, obviously. Because if you if you know the person you're with feels hurt, you should understand their pain and you should confirm with them and then just apologize and signs of an abusive relationship harms you physically obviously somebody i've said this again i'm going to repeat it somebody that loves you will not hit you will not slap you will not beat you will not make you sleep in the cupboard will not burn you will not do anything to harm you even in the least bit even your feelings it doesn't have to be physically emotionally financially they will not do anything that they know makes you feel hurt in any way tries to control you, I have explained that, makes you feel unworthy. When it gets to that point that they make you feel like your life depends on them. You're like, um, I have to start a diet. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I've been trying to say that you look a little bit fat. I have said this before. You don't tell somebody they are fat. 
the person obviously knows they are fat. They look in the freaking mirror every fucking day of their life. Why are you telling somebody they are fat when they know it already? Say, oh babe, you've been adding weight and it's not healthy. How about you try this? Maybe your diet is wrong. How about you try this? Don't fucking make your partner feel unworthy. Don't make them feel less of how they feel in their own body. Don't do that to them. Threatens to harm you or self-harm. For instance, now you break up with your boyfriend and then he goes to hang himself. Why were you in that relationship in the first place? That person is not matured enough to know they shouldn't be self-harming. Again, self-harm is from depression. I'm not talking about when it comes from depression. I'm talking about when it comes from they're trying to emotionally manipulate you into coming back to that relationship. That is wrong. Nobody should manipulate you to do something you don't want to do. That is them trying to control you. Knowing that harming themselves will make you feel bad, will make you feel like you're at fault, and then come back to the relationship. They won't harm you or threaten to harm you. They won't blame you for things that, I mean, there's no such thing as a blame game in a relationship. When something is wrong, both of you are wrong. You're supposed to complement each other, not um, compose each other. You're supposed to know that, okay, um, she said this thing, maybe it's because I provoked her. And then she's like, I said this thing, it's because I, I provoked him. I like, I, I made him, I hurt his feelings. Yeah, that's it. Then, demands your whereabouts. You guys are in a relationship. He's not your father. Let me put that out there. Except your dad, then fine. Your dad is allowed to ask you where the hell you're going to, where the hell you are. But your partner shouldn't be asking you. You tell them, babe, I want to go. And then they're like, why are you going to? I don't want you going there. No, you're allowed to have your life. Don't let them, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't let them dictate where you go to, what you do with your time. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. Then they get jealous, angry, or possessive. Jealousy is normal in a relationship. I mean, you want to, you want that person to feel like you, you love them enough to not want to lose them. So, when your partner gets jealous, the point that to a point that they want to hurt you if someone is calling you then that is obviously very wrong they get angry and possessive they don't want you around other people they want you to themselves that is wrong too unhealthy and abusive relationships are consisted of emotional or mental or verbal abuse they have physical abuse sexual abuse are they raping you are you when you tell them i'm not in the mood do they force you to that's wrong then financial abuse and social abuse these things are all wrong emotional abuse comes to things like Stuff like teasing, he's telling you're fat, you look ugly, he doesn't like what you're wearing, things like that. He's bullying you, he's humiliating you in front of others, that's wrong. Physical abuse comes with hitting, grabbing, pushing, shaking, they're straining you physically or they tie you against the wall. They do something to make you feel like you, can't, you don't have control over your body at that point in time. Sexual abuse. Do they rape, assault or harass you? Do they rape or harass you or assault you sexually? Financial abuse from me. Expensive or excessive gifting. When they mess up. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. I need to say this loudly. When they mess up, they know, yeah, I did something freaking wrong. And then at this point in time, he's trying to buy you gifts. Because he knows you've been asking him to buy you that car. And then, okay, he slapped you and then he gets you that car. That I got flowers today video, it was about him always bringing flowers to her whenever he did something wrong to her. That is excessive and expensive gifting. It means they're trying to control you through money. They're trying to know that this gets to your heart. If they do this, it gets to you. You're going to help them.
you're going to stay back with them you're going to forgive them for that thing you know they shouldn't be, they know they shouldn't be forgiven for social abuse comes with spreading rumors even when you guys are not together again or when you guys are together and then isolating their partner they don't want you going out without them they don't want you going out when they're not around they don't want you going out at all Seth. this man wants to go to a club but he wants you to stay at home sister run that man is trying to control you and then i'm not saying you should go to a club because obviously your husband is going to feel bad then abusive relationships they communicate against abusively. Is either he slaps you when you do something wrong, or he doesn't just talk to you family like he talk to his friend or his sister or his mother. Is disrespectful through abuse. Like, okay, you bring food that he doesn't like, and then he throws the plate on your face or something. That is wrong. That is an abusive relationship. You should get out of it. Accusing falsely of cheating. I've said this multiple times. A man that is cheating on you gets really insecure, and then he starts accusing you of cheating on him. Because insecurity is the biggest mind changer, it's the biggest game changer. When he knows that, okay, maybe you caught him sleeping with this girl, and then he feels like you're going to sleep with somebody else, he starts to abuse you, he starts accusing you of cheating on him, even though you know you're not doing anything. It's like, you wear down your favorite red dress, and then he's like, you're wearing it because you want to go and see somebody. Sister, can't you see this? He's trying to blame you for something you didn't do. Don't let him do that. And then, they don't take responsibility for their abuse. When he hits you, he doesn't say sorry, he just buys you gifts instead. Or, better still, he throws you the first aid kit and tells you, fix yourself. He wants to control you, he wants to isolate you, he wants to force you to do something you don't want to do. He's pressurizing you to do the things the other, uh, pressurizing the other to do as well. Like, he's pressurizing you to do the things he wants you to do and not things you want to do. He makes you forget spending time with your friends, he makes you lose your friendships. He's trying to take control over you, he's dishonest, he's lying. Lies are the biggest relationship ruiners. Don't lie to your partner. It doesn't matter what you do. They would honestly you shouldn't cheat on your partner because cheating really ruins a person's perspective of themselves. So you shouldn't lie to your partner. Then um these are some reasons why people stay in unhealthy and abusive relationships. I mean conflicting emotion, fear up and down you feel like you you're scared of them you get to that point where you're really scared of them and you're like um if you should leave he's probably going to follow you to somewhere else and then hit you again or something you shouldn't have to feel that way about your own partner you shouldn't have to feel like your partner is going to kill you or something you shouldn't have to feel insecure around them about your safety then ups and downs sometimes your family too also pushes you to stay in a relationship a an abusive relationship sorry where they are like can't you see he's done this for you when you were there he was there for you in your downs he was there for you in your up and then you feel like oh you're dependent on this person if you leave this person you won't get that love again honestly you deserve better everybody deserves better get out of that relationship go find better believing abuse is normal where you feel like him hitting you becomes so normal that people tell you their man doesn't hit them you're like oh that she doesn't love you it becomes so normalized to you that you feel like it's a, a reflection of love that's wrong. Then you're embarrassed about the things he's done to you. If he makes you wear a collar because he he he, tra- he traveled you and then there's marks, there are marks on your neck. Don't let anybody make you feel embarrassed. Don't make anybody make you feel insecure. Don't make anybody make you feel like your security is threatened. Then low self-esteem. Um, abusive relationships come with this thing where they make you feel like your self-esteem depends on when you're with this person and when you leave this person you your self-esteem diminishes so yeah 
Don't ever let yourself assume be dependent on a person. And then love. Love is blind. Love is hurtful. Love is pain. But everything is fair in love and war. And there's one thing that you know is more than fair in love and war. Get out. When you get out, that is fair to yourself. That is because the first person you should love before any other person is you. Love yourself more than you know that any other person will love you. Trust me. When you love yourself, you know that loving yourself means you should leave loving that person. Then pressure, social and peer pressure, cultural pressure. A lot of people in my own side of the country, of the world, from the northern part, are scared of being called divorcees. Honestly, pick being a divorcee over being a third person. Because being a divorcee, what if you have kids? How is this man going to treat your kids? Think about your children before you stay back. People are going to tell you stay for your kids. Your kids need your parents. Your kid needs needs a live parent any parents that are alive that they can go to not a parent that is dead and then when your child knows daddy killed mommy mommy killed daddy that child is going to hate the person that's alive because obviously you deprive them of having a mother or a father so are you ready to lose your kid over that don't, don't try that then popular phenomenon when you are so attracted to infatuation this is not love i won't call it love infatuation when you're so interested in the um, social um, social level of that person that you don't want to leave them because of that social social what would i call it social view however it's like oh my gosh she's right to reach person he's re- then she's rich too now that that that, that makes people say unhealthy relationship and it's wrong then how to get out of a of an unhealthy or abusive relationship i did say i was going to mention this so let me go on first of Tell somebody you trust. Sharing is helping. Sharing really like it helps with the pain. It helps you get over what you're going through. Tell the person who is abusing you that you do not want to see him or her. Get out of that house first of all, and then tell them you don't want to see them. Tell if he's emotionally abusing him, tell him you don't want to see him anymore. Tell him you're traveling. Tell him anything. Just tell him you know you don't want to see him. Tell her you don't want to see him. See her. Go to your healthcare provider. If you've been strangled, if you've been kicked, you could have internal injuries and you should go see a healthcare professional to help you. Keep track of any violence. Keep track of the things that trigger them so that you know, okay, you shouldn't do these things to keep yourself safe till you are able to get out of that relationship. Avoid contact with the person. Stop calling, stop texting, stop checking their Instagram, stop checking their Twitter, stop checking their Snapchat. Avoid contact. Don't call, don't text, don't do anything. Let that person, block your number. Block them on every single social media. It helped me because after we broke up, I, I, I kind of did go back. I kept calling, I kept texting, I kept wanting to be around him. But after a while, I just blocked all his contacts. I felt like I needed better. I, de- I deserved better. So blocking them, blocking him, sorry, really helped me out of that position. And then spend time with your other friends. Get out, make friends, spend time with your friends. Go out with your girls, go out with your guys. Go play games, go shopping, do anything, cook, do... This is the time where your hobbies should be your best friend. Do your hobbies. Keep doing things that get your mind off, thinking of calling them, of thinking of texting them. Things that make you forget where your phone is at. Then, is this person treating you or is getting violent? Think of a safe place to go in case of an emergency. Just, no, make sure you have an escape plan of... Okay, if I go here, he doesn't know this place. Make sure there's that one friend of yours that he doesn't know exists that you can run to wherever things happen. Then carry 
a cell phone that he doesn't know about you could get a small phone and hide it get phone you get a, a, a new sim card that he doesn't know about just in case you need to run away get money money so that in case of emergency you can get on the car and run away then keep there are a lot of domestic hotline numbers and then you should check for them and know have them down so that you can call whenever something happens sometimes some of us in life feel overprotectiveness or over possessiveness in certain relationships some of the things that can cause possessiveness or overprotectiveness are experience of infidelity experience of parental abandonment if this person you're with at some point their parents abandoned them or made them feel like they weren't there then definitely they'll be possessive because they feel like you're the only person you have to love to hold so they hold you too much it becomes choking it becomes too much then insecurity or lack of self-esteem and loneliness are they lonely are they depressed help them then ways to help um a possessive person is ask yourself if you put like, as a possessive person this is a way to help yourself sorry mistake ask yourself if you'd like it if someone was being this way to you give yourself a reality check you don't need that person trust me your parents might have abandoned you but you are uh, you have yourself you have the word you grab the word by the neck and move sister move brother suck yourself up when you're feeling down when you're feeling jealous call your friend remind yourself that your partner loves you and respects you and that you're a lovable person and nothing is going on that you're not aware of don't don't begin to build up don't jump into conclusions don't be scenarios that are not there seek reassurance tell them you want them to reassure you and then sorry reassuring your partner really helps them trust you makes them feel like you're not cheating on them it keeps them grounded then stop controlling stop trying to control what they're doing stop trying to control what they're saying whatever is going on stop spying stop looking through their phone stop checking who calls them stop going through their emails don't go through their drawers don't go through their bags don't do that kind of thing get a life outside your relationship get a hobby that you do that he doesn't know about or something you know okay he's not he won't come to just get yourself outside the relationship build a you outside you and him build a you outside you and her don't give up your interest friends and ambition don't ever give up your friends for relationship that's the one wrong thing you would ever do don't ever do that then um how to deal with people around you do not show pride and arrogance do not mock others do not address people with undesirable titles refrain from spying on your partner resolve differences with your partner on the spot don't let them don't ever sleep angry at your partner controlling your hands or tongue don't if they get to a point where you're so pissed at them walk away from the house don't leave from the house don't say things that hurt them to a point where they hit you Expressing gratitude to others, tell them thank you when they tell you something. When tell them thank you, you understand and you walk on it. Smiling at them when they are in their mood. Like when you know you've done something like this. Smiling, hugging and apologizing sincerely. Then be kind, gentle, caring and concerned. Then... Um... Sorry... Um... Actually... That's all. So for this, I just told you guys how to notice that you're in such a relationship, how to know if you're the certain person in a relationship, and how to fix yourself. 
So again, I want you to drop your comments, drop your stories, tell me what's been going on in your life, tell me what your partner has been doing and what was there to listen. And then if you ever need hotlines to get out of your relationship or if you know your relationship is being, your partner is being violent with you emotionally, physically or financially, you can always call the Nigerian police or Human Rights Commission. Thank you. And if you're around the world, you always have your hotlines around your country, around your state. Get yourself out of a relationship and find better. One thing you should always remember is you were somebody before you met them and you're definitely going to be somebody after them. So love yourself, believe in yourself and please do not let love push you into suicide. Do not let love murder you. Do not be that 38% and know that your children deserve parents that are alive and no parents that are dead. And when picking a partner, you're picking a father for your kids, you're picking a mother for your kids. So pick somebody that you know is to go and get stuff. They're going, to, they're going to be there for your kids. Thank you for tuning in again. Watch out for next week's episode on Bros' Hub and on Fucking the Team. So we have more juice for next week, more poems, and I would love to meet you guys. I would love to know what you feel about this. I will drop the link very soon. And don't forget to check my Instagram at mental talk, which is at M-E-N-T-A-L underscore T-H-O-R-N-S. Thank you for tuning in once again. I love you all, and I hope to meet you all next time on... Sorry, it's not letting me, but I'm really, really tired right now, but thank you again. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you all so much. Thank you.